Welcome to episode 38 on Thursday the 3rd of March. Today we're asking the question, why does matter matter? And how could it change your smart home as it develops around you? Also, a big announcement from Apple. Finally, we can talk about an event. Welcome to Blind Guy Talks Tech with your host, that blind guy himself, it's Stephen Scott. Don't sound so snide. Oh, we're so excited. At least you are. Oh, you know, I am. I am. You know, yesterday I was so, I was getting depressed at the prospect. There was no Apple event. I thought, do you know what? I just, I just need an mm. Apple event right now. Mm. And uh, yeah, thankfully, one has uh, been announced. Yes, a brand new, uh, no text on this invite interest. At least none I've seen, <laughs> oh. ironically. Well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's just full of text. I don't know. But yeah. all I hear is it's an Apple logo that's in different colours and it's got like multiple Apple logos inside of different colours. So, you know. <gasps> We're getting coloured watch straps. Hooray! Oh, yeah. That's right. No, that's already out. No, that's already out. No. Um, We're going to get, I think, colourful MacBooks. I think MacBook Air is going to be announced with new colours. I think. Oh, that would be quite cool. What colours have they got right now? I've, no, I've only thought silver, they had silver. Space grey, gold, yeah. I think, is the other one. Gold, that's right. Yeah, rose gold or whatever it was. Yep. So, yeah, that's it. That's it. But no, we'll, we'll see what happens. But yeah, we will be doing a special episode of Blind Guy Talks Tech following the event, which will be, of course, going out on the uh, 9th. The event itself is the 8th of March. And uh, of course, it tends to happen around about six o'clock at night here in the UK. So uh, we do have time to yeah. turn around a podcast. Well, we, I mean, we do have time to turn around a podcast, but we're not we going to do that. <laughs> I've got Coronation Street to watch. Correct. Emmerdale. How dare you, Emmerdale's sir. on. Yeah, exactly. There's programmes on. Things to be done. Um, plus, I get murdered. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> um... What did I tell you? What did I tell you? Just wait. It's going to happen. Well, do you know what? I, uh, you I wouldn't so, listen to me. So nearly hit buy on uh, a MacBook Pro on Amazon the other day. Because they're doing this now where you get them, you can buy them uh, on 12 monthly payments. So they spread yes. the cost over 12 months or five months in some cases. It depends, I guess, on your uh, your standing with Amazon. Uh, wow. I'm surprised they aren't sending the stuff to me without <laughs> even asking me anymore. Just taking the money straight out of your account and just sending. Just take just out the, the browsing part of it for you. Exactly. Just, just take it. There you go. It's done. Um, but yeah, that this is it. So my um, my purchases nearly became a new MacBook Pro. And, and to be honest, I know it's terrible to say this, but it, I was just desperate to buy something. And I thought, right, there's not going to be an event. Ooh. I'm going to buy something. There is a purpose to this machine. I'm not just buying a laptop for the sake <laughs> of it. No, hang on, hang on. Let's not forget you already had one of these 16-inch MacBook Pros. Yeah, but... And yeah, sent it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you've got a disorder, Stephen Scott. Apple I'm not a medical disorder. man. We'll have to ask Robin Christofferson. <laughs> <laughs> you can't ask the Lord about... Oh, hang, no. oh no, he's got the doctor. He's a doctor. Now, hasn't he? oh, he's a doctor, yeah. yeah, that's right. Is that of plants? Plants, is it? What's he a doctor of? I mean, I, I, I think it's computers. I don't, I don't know. How can you be a doctor? Does that, does that mean you can fix it then? Yeah, I've, obviously. I've got an issue with my uh, Lenovo laptop. If you could maybe take a look at it, that'd be... Let's get him on. Yeah, it's got a dodgy power cable. Could you have a look? Um, so we all, have we all? Yes, indeed. Uh, but look, ahead of the uh, Apple event um, yesterday, I was in the city of Glasgow, my hometown, and I was having a wander around. And I met up with uh, the lovely Sally Clay, who joins us, of course, on Weekend Edition. Uh, I met her for coffee, and uh, both of us went to the Apple Store because uh, you know anywhere anyone who meets me generally knows they'll find me lurking around an Apple store. 
And mm-hmm. uh, so we went in and um, Sally nearly, well, I'm not going to get into too much detail because she'll tell the story barely better than I will. But um, she, yeah, she nearly destroyed a few uh, displays um, in the process of being in there. She did. I didn't. I was very well behaved. Did you push her? Legally, no. I think this is the right answer. Legally, wow. I had to think about that there. But yeah, yeah, legally, yeah, no. Um, but I did buy some stuff. Right, okay, so here we go. Oh, you got to guess what's in the box. Hang on, hang on. This doesn't sound I right. hear with my magic blind ears. Uh, that's that's a small thing. It's like, is, How dare you? Is it... Is it is it dongle related? It is well done. Uh, you win the prize of nothing. Uh, yeah, this is a dongle. It is. A, I know what it is. What? It's a lightning camera kit. Well, they don't call it that though. I don't. I, what, I don't understand this camera kit. What's the difference between this and a camera kit? So this is from Belkin. It is a three point five millimeter audio plus charge Rockstar. No, that's not what it's called, is it? Rockstar? It's called, that's what it says. It says 3.5 millimeter audio plus charge Rockstar. I've got to do it in that voice. Cool. Now, Belkin, good choice. Now, I'm going to tell you why, because I bought, you know me, I bought the cheaper versions off Amazon before, you know, really? four pounds and everything. But when you plug the charger in, all you hear through the headphones is. <laughs> Like that. So you can't have it charging and listen to anything at the same time. And I'm pretty damn sure that the Belkin one will be silent when it's charging as well. I'd like to so hope so, cool. yeah. But that's the thing. Of course, you can then plug in, say, a headset to this, and you can use that alongside charging your iPhone at the same time. Now, I'll tell you why this is really good. If you want to connect a really good headset for, say, Clubhouse, and you want to use a wired headset, then this will let you do it. And, of course, Clubhouse, as we all know, is a drain on everyone's battery. Is it? I'm not. You see, I'm not a big user of Clubhouse. I've noticed that you are on there a lot more, mm. Stephen Scott. It's dragged you in. Yeah, well, nothing else to do. So, you know, just jump on there. Um, so this was 29 quid. Oh, all right. 29 quid. How much did you pay for your dongle? Four pounds. Right, well, um, let's hope it's better. It did take three months to come from uh, some corner of China to get oh, to Oh, it was me, in but... the Evergreen container yeah. ship, was it? Like <laughs> yeah. everything else. Uh, but I bought something else, and this I wasn't expecting to buy, but I had read about this, and I've decided to get one because uh, I have my iPhone, of course, and now I have a leather wallet with MagSafe in it. But it also has something else. Find My is built into this little wallet. So it's now got its own Find My oh. feature built in, which is handy. You know, if you leave your wallet behind or it falls off the back of the phone, although it doesn't really do that in fairness. Um, but, you know, if you left it behind somewhere by accident, you would be able to find it again. So Let I me think stop you cool. right there. No, it sounds very, very cool. But is that just, it's got an air tag in it somewhere? Yes. So can you actually take the air tag out of it? Well, should we open it and find out? Yeah. Okay, hang on. Rip open it. Have you got a Stanley knife? Oh, I've broken the thing right a minute. Oh. Oh, no, I've broken that as well. Just gently. Oh, this is no, an apple a, box. Oh, come on. Why is it not? How do you just get rip in it here? open? Yeah, just rip it. Hang on. Just use your get, teeth. Get, get, Pretend get, it's a Bourbon biscuit. Oh, well, in that case, hang on. Oh, I rip it in your teeth. This is not how I hear other unboxings being done. <laughs> I feel like huge Jackman here. Right, hang on a second. Um, let's just open this up, and uh, there we are. Yeah, so I don't think it's got like an air tag in it. No, I think it has. It's got something. What was this? Hang on, there's something in here. Chew it. 
<laughs> stop chewing things. No, it's oh, that's just the little kind of um, kid on credit card thing. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to hook, I'm going to plug it straight into the back of my. Oh. So let me open up the. Uh, oh. The phone. So I'll take oh. the. So let's plug it into the back. I need to turn voiceover on. What phone are we using here? So this 13. is the 13 Mini. Yeah. So yeah. Let's see if we can hear it. Camera. Yes, we can. Okay. So let's just put it on the back. See what happens. Green MagSafe wallet detected. Close button. Oh, that's pretty cool. No, hang on. Oh, something's come up. Wallet heading. All right. Okay. So we've got uh, some options here. Close button. Continue button. Okay. So. Add to find my heading. <gasps> Add to find my. Close no. button. Close button. Close button. This will allow you to locate this wallet on a map and receive notifications whenever it gets detached. Oh, how nice is that? Right. Continue. So let's continue. Continue. When he gets detached. Okay, cool. No, I understand. That means I'm going to get notifications every five seconds when it comes yes. off. Um, connecting. Oh, it's connecting to it. Considering it's connected, that's taken longer than I thought. Stephen's wallet. Oh, heading. Here we are. Stephen's wallet. Close. Button. Map. Legal. Link. Locate on map. See the location where your wallet was last attached to this iPhone. Okay. Oh. Notify when detached. Receive notifications when your wallet is detached. View and find my. But done. Button. Done. There you go. That's it. Easy as that. Wow. That was cool. Okay, so I take it back. It hasn't just got an AirTag in some sort of compartment on it. It's actually built in. That's really nice. So Is that the just... first one? Is that the first device beyond the AirTag that's got find, actual Find My built into it? Uh, there, there's other third-party trackers out there. But as for in this form, no, I don't, I don't think there's any others. I don't know. No, no I don't know either. But Very um... easy. Very Apple-like. Yeah. Very, not much to it. How much was it, though? <laughs> oh, hang um, on. I'm going to guess. I'm going to say... Take a guess. 120. No, I'm going to say 9999. 100 quid. Uh, what? Yeah. Are you serious? I'm very, very serious. Yes, 100 pounds. 59 pounds. Wow, that's a bargain. I'm going to rush out right now. <laughs> 59 quid to attach a single card to your phone. I mean, here's the thing. It's one card. Uh, you could put, you could probably get away with two in it. You could probably put two in it if you wanted. But you know what it's like with those cards. It's not so bad nowadays with the cards, but those ones that have got the embossed Why lettering, not? they'll just is, come off. Is that what you got it for, to actually put your card in? What, my bank card? Well, any card. I mean, what, what this, would you use a wallet for otherwise? Sean just Priest? to cover the screen, almost like a, a screen what? protector, just to keep it nice. No, it goes on the back. What you mean? It doesn't wrap around onto the front. No, it just goes onto the back. It just it, it, it basically as well, far just, as it. That's is all it, it does. just a square of leather that goes over the back? Just it just snaps on the back. It just snaps. That on. is the worst thing I've ever heard of in my life. It just snaps what on. What on earth are you doing? That is ridiculous. What did it's you not think even a case. it did? I thought it just snapped like the old iPad covers, right? It would snap on the back and then uh, wrap round the front so it would cover the screen. No. Like a folio wallet case. No, no. This just, just adds on to the back. It just it basically is like a backpack for your phone. That is basically all it is. That is the worst thing I've ever heard of it. I take it all back. That is terrible. Why are you paying 60 quid for it? You're I crazy. You. <laughs> And on Welcome that to the show. bombshell, <laughs> we're going to get into the subject of matter next. Wow. We're going to find out what matter means. Still and no front uh, on it. Yeah, all right, get over it, Unbelievable. right? Unbelievable. Get over it. 
Uh, we're going to be talking about matter and what it means for your smart home. Uh, that coming up here. Uh, keep your comments coming, of course. Uh, you can email us hello at blindguytalkstech.com or you can call us on 0204 571 3354. Stop it's it, It's on Sean. her back. <laughs> Ridiculous. I've looked after my kids since they were born. Now they've got kids, I still want to look after them. I don't want them struggling to make decisions about my money or my health if I can't. So we made a lasting power of attorney. Now, if I can't speak for myself, they'll speak for me. It's a weight off for all of us, isn't it? Yes, Mum. <laughs> <laughs> lasting power of attorney. Search your voice, your decision. Welcome back. It is Blind Guy Talks Tech. I'm Stephen Scott. He is Sean Priest. And uh, today on the programme, we are talking about matter. What are you laughing at? <sighs> Can we have any more cheerful segment breaks there? That was... <laughs> so the first rule of podcasting is you don't talk about the ads, right? You just, you just move on from that, right? It's the first rule of podcasting. Or first rule of radio, anyway. I'm I don't depressed. know how it works here. Uh, you feeling all right? You've got to make yeah, sure these no. things are checked out, Sean. These are important issues. Thank you. I will do. <clears throat> Carry on. Ah, yes. Well, um, why does matter matter? Well, uh, we're talking today about matter because it is a new standard that is coming. At least this is my understanding of it. A new standard that is coming that will make it easier for those of us who are buying smart products like light bulbs or switches or you know dimmer switches at home, whatever it might be, to essentially make it easier to install them in your home. At the moment, there are many different ways to do it, Sean, and it's a bit of a Pain in the backside, to be perfectly honest. I'm going to use a strong term. I'm going to say it's a bit of a faff. It's a bit Stephen of a faff. It I is. Agree. It's, I mean, you're never quite sure. Do I just ask my Lady A to discover new devices or do I need to download a specific skill or an app? And yeah, it's it's not as easy as it should be, right? The smart home should be just turn something on and show it to something or press a button and it all connects and just works. And that's what matter is trying to do because at the minute like with um everything else so far like app stores and whatever else all these companies are so protective over this is my ecosystem and if you want to use this then you've got to buy into this and you can't use the other companies well hopefully matter will change all that and it looks like it's going to happen as well it feels a bit like vhs versus betamax at the moment um or if, yes, you're, if you're going back, even even or if you're younger, you might remember the Blu-ray versus HD DVD phase. Um, yeah. you know it, it seems to be there's there's various standards that are vying to be top, and Matter is actually doing better than that because it's combining all of them instead of actually focusing on one specific format and saying this is the one to worry about, this is the one to use. Um, they are essentially saying, no, no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Just hey. use this one. So uh, let, let's hear more from this uh, about this from a, let's hear more about this from Cassie Pancetta from Belkin. Now, they're a company, of course, that produce many products, smart bulbs, smart plugs, and all of that. And uh, she's been telling our sister podcast, Your Tech Report with Marco Flalo, uh, all about what matter is and what it means 
for us as consumers. Matter is pretty much, it's a new standard designed for the future of the smart home. It will pretty much allow all Matter-enabled devices to seamlessly work with one another, regardless of platform. So you don't have to worry about if it's only HomeKit or if it's only Google or Amazon. Um, you'll literally just be able to buy a smart plug from the store, plug it in, and it works just seamlessly. That's the future of the smart home. I think Matter is going to be a huge conversation this year moving forward. Um, so our like suite of products that you're familiar with, we got the dimmer, the light switch, and the smart plug. Um, we're going to offer like a new generation, new version of these that have Matter over thread. And then once Matter is like officially available, uh, you could just update via firmware. So, yeah, I mean, this is a range of products that are coming from Belkin directly. That was Cassie Pancetta from Belkin talking on Your Tech Report, our sister podcast, which you can find on all your uh, favourite podcast apps. Mark Aflalo, Mitchell Whitfield doing a fantastic job on that. Um, but I, um, I just wanted to pick up on that particular topic today because that was part of a longer conversation that Mark had had with Cassie recently following Belkin's big announcements at CES this year. Um, I wanted to get into this subject of matter because I think a lot of people are, are a bit nervous, Sean, about going out and buying these smart products because they don't really understand how it all clicks together and what you need. And I have to say, I'm in exactly the same position. So I had a power cut last week, was it? Or a week before? I can't remember. Maybe I think it was last week. Yeah. Um, I know. I only know because Carl, who gets in touch with me regularly, he keeps reminding me there was a Monday we didn't have a show. So, you know, I felt so guilty about it that, you know, Sorry. I decided to make the show for seven days a week. So Carl wasn't <laughs> upset. Uh, hopefully feel better now, Carl. Uh, but, and Sean certainly doesn't. I should point that out. Thanks, but, Carl. Yeah, <laughs> it's all his fault. Um, <laughs> but that particular day uh, with the fluctuating power when it was coming back on, it actually reset all my smart bulbs. And I'm like, God, what, what, what do I do now? And now I've got, and of course, the problem is these were IKEA bulbs. They require a remote control to hook them all back up. And because I had set them all up to be smart and use Lady A, I'd actually got rid of the remotes or the batteries had died in them or they'd just fallen away and I just kind of never replaced them yeah. because I was never using them. No, that's right. And now we're two or three years, in fact, maybe even longer than that in, and I've now got all these bulbs that have reset. So do I have to seriously go to Ikea to buy a remote control so I can bring it home and then reset them all up again? Yes. Forgive my, forgive my <laughs> Britishness, but sod that. <laughs> uh, I'm not doing it. So I, I started looking at alternative options and that's what led me into this conversation about what do I do? Because I was then thinking, what's the best route here? What should I do? Should I get a specific um, standard? Should I hook them up to Lady A and something else like HomeKit through Siri? Or should I look at a hub? And if, do I need a hub? Because my Amazon Echoes, the fourth gens, they've got hubs in them. And this is where it got really confusing. And that's when I learned about Zigbee. And it's not yes. the only one, but there are others. But I learned about Zigbee. Z-Wave. Z-Wave. Yeah. And, and what I was learning there was that there is this third standard. So you've got Wi-Fi and Bluetooth that you can connect your smart devices through. You can use Wi-Fi. You can use Bluetooth. But there's this third standard, which you create by hooking up a hub to your router. And that yes. is Z-Wave or Zigbee or any of the other ones that comes with it. But essentially, it's like a third layer, isn't it? That's that's how I read into this. It is. And it, it's it's a bit like adding a Bluetooth dongle to a computer the days when Bluetooth was coming in. Yes, exactly. So it, it's another way to connect. It's a different protocol. It's low energy. So th the big thing about Zigbee is that it is low energy, like Bluetooth low energy as well. So Wi-Fi is great. 
but it uses a lot of power. So if you've got a door sensor or a smart device that runs off batteries and it connects to your Wi-Fi network, then through Wi-Fi protocol, then the battery doesn't last long because it's constantly pinging and being pinged by the Wi-Fi. Are you still there? Yes, I'm still here and all mm. that. It does it all the time. Uh, with something like uh, Zigbee or Z-Wave, it's very low energy. So you could get you know, a year's worth out of a, a, a battery because it doesn't constantly talk back and forth and goes into a sleep mode. So all the technical details, but that's what it comes down to. So uh, the, there is lots of pros when it comes to Zigbee. However, it is a separate protocol. And, it, you know, you do need that extra hub on your Wi-Fi network to transmit in the Zigbee uh, protocol. So it swings and roundabouts. It makes it all more complicated. And if it's Zigbee, then it can't connect to a Wi-Fi device like, um, like your uh, Echo smart speaker or your Google Home speaker, unless it's one that's got a Zigbee hub built in. And even if it does, it may not connect to that certain manufacturer <laughs> of smart device that's running Zigbee. It's a minefield. Yes, yeah, exactly like, oh, right. And, and, and for a consumer, what do you do? I mean, you pick up a box, you pick up a smart bulb and curries, and you look at it and you go, okay, it says it works with Alexa, it works with HomeKit, it works with Google's Assistant, it works with whatever Zigbee is, is that, was that not in the magic roundabout? Uh, you know, and you're like, what is this thing? And then you, you take it home and you try and figure out how to connect it. But then what happens is if you don't really understand what you're doing, I feel anyway, and this is just because I like a bit of a tidy setup in these situations, I kind of feel, well, if I start hooking one thing to the Echo and then one thing to this, one thing to that, if I take away my Amazon Echo and replace it with a new Amazon Echo, do I screw everything up? And the answer is Yes. Because it, everything can be screwed up because this device, this fourth-gen Echo that I've got just now, which is a great device, but it can, if you reset it, for example, it will lose all those settings. You've got to start all over again with all your devices. It doesn't have a, a central brain well, that it keeps it all in. No, That's the problem. It, it, it should be saved to your account. So if you do replace it with another one, as soon as you sign into your Amazon account, all those smart devices should still be there. But there's no guarantee. That it's not that consistent. Yeah. In, in theory and technically, it should all be there. But there are times when you get devices that just disappear for no reason as well. The connection just goes, poof, it was working, but now it's not. Um, so there is some mm, hiccups there. But look, Matter is a big deal. And it is made by its CS, what's it called? CSA, Connect. Connectivity Standards Association, I think it stands for. Boring. These... Well, look, no, these are the companies that all get together and they decide what's going to be next. Yeah. They are the ones that made the Zigbee protocol in the first place. And now they're moving on to this matter. And the big thing is that they recognise that, that people, you're not going to get mass market. You're not going to get, you know, the mum and dads and the grandparents popping out to buy a smart device uh, because they know it works until you get this uh, sorted out. So they need to do it in order to, to move the market forward. At the minute, smart home's a lot easier than it used to be, but it's still a little bit nerdy, right? It's still it is. for the yeah. tech guys out there and, and ladies, of course. But um, Yeah, it, thanks, John. Thank you. Well, I know. Welcome, welcome to 2022 with all the rest I'm so of us. so woke. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is an important move. But look, I think the point is that this is I – mean, look, the thing for me is, right, if you go and, – and this is what irritates me about this – because in some respects, and I know it's early days, but it is very geeky. You know, you go into Curry's, these devices are sitting amongst everything else. 
And most people think, oh, I'm buying a new bulb and maybe, say, say it's your dad, right? He's buying a new bulb. And you're like, well, why don't you just buy a smart bulb, you know, because then you can control it. And, you know, there's a kind of like a, mm, yeah, I don't know, what will we do? Will we bother? And then it's like, well, okay, fine. And then you get it home and it's like, how does this work? And, you know, yes. actually getting it set up isn't actually that difficult. If you buy, say, a Philips Hue and you've got an Amazon Echo, you can just hook it right up. It will just connect. If the Echo has got a hub in it, as the fourth generation Echo does, not the dot, yes. but the Echo. And you can just immediately say, discover devices. And it will It'll just say, new new light found. I think it renames it like first light or something. It calls it that when, it's, when it finds the first one, oddly enough. And... Um, you know, the, the cool thing is you can then go into the app, you can assign it a new name, you could add a routine to it, you could get into all that stuff and have some fun. But then it's like the second bulb, the third bulb, the fourth bulb, and then suddenly you've got rooms of these bulbs. If you're like me and you've got spotlights in your ceiling, that's like, you know, five bulbs in a room, exactly. six bulbs in a room. Yeah. And then very quickly it builds up and, and you end up thinking, I need a bit more control on this. And yep. you might want to group them together. You don't want to be saying, uh, could you turn off bulb one, please? Okay, <laughs> could you turn off bulb two now? I'm going to be here all night. You know, you just don't, you have to spend the time doing all that. So it does require a bit more work than it feels like it should. Yeah, but I don't think you're ever going to get away from that. I mean, you will have to just say, you group all these lights together for the bedroom or the living room, and you're, you're still going to have to do that. There's a little bit of work in there. But the actual process, once you've, connected them to your whatever, let's say your Echo, right? So you've set them all up and they're all fine and it was nice and easy, which is the ideal. And that's what Matter is also trying to do, make that experience of just saying, I've got a new device, find it uh, across the board. So that's that, that's fine. But then currently you can only control them using your Echo. Mm. If you go onto your Apple Watch and try and turn the bedroom lights on, they, there's no bedroom lights because they're not... HomeKit compatible. You know, it's, it's separated the ecosystem. Um, you could go onto your Google smart speaker, but then you've got to set it up again, find these devices. And again, that would only work through the hub. So it, it gets too complicated. With Matter, all these devices should appear on every platform. So you'd be able to pick up your, your iPhone or your Android phone and just go to the whatever app, Lady A app, and you would see that those smart lights are there and they will work straight away. No more, well, I need to register it with this service now and that platform. All that goes away as long as it's Matter. Now, the only sticky point on this is Matter is still coming through. Now, the good news is that because of the recent CES 2022, we've seen that all the major players have signed up for this. They're, they are, this is going to happen, basically. There's no, yeah. well, we're thinking about doing this, but someone's going to pull out and you're not going to have Apple support at the end of it. No, everyone is signed up for it and it is going to happen. Um, but like, let's take Philips, Hughes, in your case. They've said that all their new products from now on are going to support Matter. Great. But they also say, and they will update some of their older devices to be Matter compatible. I bet be the ones I bloomin' bought because they weren't cheap. Well, that's it. <laughs> But that's the thing. It is a little. There's a little bit of wriggle room in there that I'm not comfortable with. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. I, it, uh, I mean. So if someone's looking to kit out their, you know, their entire house in smart bulbs now, right now, is it best to wait a while, or do you go with it and just hope that, well, it's close enough to matter that these 
should be updated later on anyway to the matter protocol can i can i suggest though because i think if you are going out to do it today go for an option with a hub because i think there's, there's a couple of reasons i'm doing this and and this is pre-matter right so if you know however long it takes for this to become a standard and will it be a standard here will it be a standard in the us first yeah. we'll get it a year later we could be waiting a while for this in the uk so i would suggest if you've got the if you've got the desire to do this, if you're thinking about making your home smart, maybe you want to put some smart bulbs in, and I would say start with one room. Just you know, start with one room, get used to it, get used to how the whole thing works, and then do it room by room. It's a really expensive business. Philips Hue is one of the most expensive, but I will say it's also probably one of the best in terms mm. of the bulb standard. Well, because cheap your bulbs... Your opinion. Well, I, I just feel but cheap bulbs give you cheap results. And the for people who are low vision especially... You want high quality bulbs, and I say that you know that it's for me. It's been the nicest bulb. <laughs> Never thought I'd say such a thing. It's been the what nicest a beautiful bulb. bulb. I love, I my love it. Bulb. Um, <laughs> but this this particular, you know, the, the light it emits is lovely. So I would recommend you know spending a bit more money on on that kind of thing. It doesn't have to be Philips Hue. There are other options. I mean, Trad Free from IKEA is okay. Uh, yes. It just doesn't have as many color options. It's not maybe quite as. The spectrum of white isn't maybe as good. Yes, you know, it's, these things exactly. matter. Yeah, so um, some, some are brighter as well. I mean, you've got yeah. the, what's it called? Lifix, L-I-F-X yeah, ones. Yeah, that's right. Now, they're Belkin. also Belkin. Yes, so I, I totally agree with you. If you look at these, you know, I can get a bulb for £10 at my local supermarket, a smart bulb. Yes, you may notice some flicker and may, you know, cause some headaches and whatever, and it's not going to be the greatest. Uh, but Philips Hue aren't the only fruit when it comes to the, the, the higher-priced light bulbs and some argue that they're not necessarily the best that's all i'm saying steve no, no, i'm no, not I mocking mean, you yeah fine i don't care all i'm right. not sponsored by them i've paid with my money to buy them and i that's my choice but you know everybody's unique on this and again i am conscious of the cost of the phillips hue because you know the, i think the bridge and all the bulbs i bought you know i was like 500 quid before i was even Ah, know, it's craziness. Like, it is. It's craziness. crazy money. It is crazy money. I've still got a cupboard full of 100 waters that I, yeah, are going <laughs> to pry out of my cold, dead hands. So um, <laughs> it's like I'm a smuggler. A it's, just, it's just so funny when you think back to the days of like 60 watt and 40 watt bulbs and all this. You know, <laughs> no. Jeez. Forget it. Might as well have candles. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, the reason I mentioned the hub is because when I set, I set up a lot of my bulbs in a mixture of different ways, not really understanding these formats. And I think that's what I, kind of why I wanted to do this today, was to kind of let people know about the ways to connect. One of the reasons I think the hub is good is because, because it creates that Zigbee layer, if you like, that protocol to connect. It means if your Wi-Fi goes down, your lights still work, right? So your lights will still yeah, work. Yeah, absolutely. So yes. that's a good thing. Uh, obviously, they'll still work anyway. You've got switches on the wall. You can turn them on and off as you need. That, that will always override. Some people might be worried about, worried about that. Well, hang on. What if my internet goes? Then does that mean I lose the ability to control any lights, to have any light? Well, no, because you can still switch them on and off at their source. Yes. But at the same token, it is a bit more reliable because it has that hub to control it. The second thing is connecting it to other devices. Now, I wanted originally to have my smart lights connected to both Lady A and Siri. So if I was coming home at night, I could control them on my smartphone. If I'm in the yeah. house, I can control them by voice. But if you actually hook them up, say the Philips ones, if you hook them directly into the hub, you can't connect them to Siri. I just can't seem to get away without resetting the bulb. I can't get Siri to see it. 
because the hub hmm. essentially dishes it out to whatever device wants it because instead of going directly to the device, as in the bulb, it connects to the hub. And therefore, all the information in the hub is transferred to that device, Lady A or Siri. So essentially, the hub is is better, I think, at the moment, at least. I would say that's the advice. Now, wh what happens with matter hmm. comes along? I'm not so sure. We may find there's matter hubs, and I think that's probably what will happen. There'll be a hub in your house you can use, or eventually that'll get built into other devices. Um, I just yeah. think it's a really no, interesting conversation at the moment. And, I'm, I, you know, obviously I'm, I'm not going to say too much more because I haven't gone through the process of setting all this up yet. But when I have done and I've finished swearing, um, we'll come back <laughs> on and, and talk more about it. But I just, I just think it's really interesting. So... It is, yes. I love the idea of the smart home. And, you know, even with the hassle that you have now with setting it up, it makes a huge difference, right? Yeah. It, it's so useful. It's so handy. I've got my thermostat, you know, on a routine. So it always turns off and always turns on. And I can access it myself. I don't have to ask someone to set the heat. Um, the smart plugs, I mean, something really simple like a smart plug does make a difference making sure everything's turned off if when i come out of here when i come out of my i'm going to say studio instead of shed when i come out of my garden studio um and go in the house you know i can just oh let me make sure it's turned off and i can just say to my smart speaker you know close down studio and everything in here turns off yeah look uh, i just say the hive yeah. has got an attitude problem i just want oh, to put it out there okay go it on. does it does because if i if i say for example turn off the thermostat because right now it's, it's the, the thermostat's on and it's quite warm uh, the response will be, it's off. Hello, hang on. It's not off because I've just asked you to turn it off. So all of a sudden I've turned into Alan Sugar sitting here shouting at a device, I think you'll find, Mike, apples and pears. Um, Is that how he talks? That's exactly mate? how Alan Sugar talks. Sorry. No, Lord you're right. Sugar. Actually, the thermostat's a good example, right? Because I've got the Google Nest. And I haven't got, well, I have got a Google uh, smart speaker, but my main speakers that I've got in every house, uh, room of the house. Every house. <laughs> every house. Stop it. All my houses. Don't give away my secrets. <laughs> is, are the Amazon smart speakers. Uh, but a while ago now, I think it was it's over 18 months, two years ago, Google said, right, that's it. No other third party um, services can use the, thermo, uh, the, the thermostat, the Google Nest. Mm. If you want to use it, then uh, direct access is through the Google Smart Speaker. Um, now, there is a way around it. You can still use the skill, and it's, it's not like you've got to do any special hacks or coding. I mean, the skill's still there in the Echo Skill Store, and you can you can use it. But the functionality isn't as good as it used to be. And, you know, the only reason for that is because Google decided they're not going to play ball anymore. And things like matter, again, this is why it does really matter, is that that shouldn't happen. Because why should I suffer? And it makes it more difficult and shuts down some of the functionality to me. It doesn't shut it down, but it just makes it more flaky when I use it. But it's not, the thing is, that a thermostat is built into your boiler, right? It's not something you can just say, oh, I'll just get a new one, I'll just get a hive instead. Because then you've got to get someone out, you've got to pay the money, you've got yeah, to buy the new right. thing. I mean, it's going yeah. to cost some serious money to do it. You, you know, and I I, I'll be honest, when it comes to boilers at home, the least I yes. go near it and touch it, I'm happy. I only found out the other day you had to fill it up with water. Who knew? I've had mine three years, never filled it up. That's why you've always been cold. See, that's yeah. your problem, you see. You're always there freezing. You go. Now we know why. Hello, I'm a tech expert. Boiler, water. Allegedly. <laughs> uh, listen, that's it for us uh, today. Uh, an exciting one to, for you coming up tomorrow. We're going to be talking about power toys. You and Robin are going to be getting all geeky about that, I think. Uh, so we'll look oh. forward to that. 
uh, Robin Christofferson joining us tomorrow on the podcast. Uh, don't forget, of course, you can catch up with all our episodes at blindguytalkstech.com. You can email us hello at blindguytalkstech.com if you want to say hello. And uh, you can drop us a voicemail, but no more than three minutes, or it cuts you off, apparently. Nothing used to me. At oh, 0204 censorship. 571 3354. 0204 571 3354. Thanks, Sean. Catch you tomorrow. Thank you. In the back. <laughs>